Welcome to Sermons and Sounds of Plymouth, the podcast of Plymouth United Church of Christ. I am Pastor David, and on behalf of the members of this congregation, thank you very much for joining us. May God bless you through these words, and may you know God's love through them. Now, the podcast. Our gospel lesson is from the Gospel of Matthew, and this is uh, uh, Jesus has a, an encounter with Peter uh, here and then offers a parable. You may remember this is one of the parables we looked at uh, during Lent earlier this spring when we were talking about parables of the kingdom of God or parables about the realm of God and what, the, what that realm looks like. And so hear now and listen for how God is speaking to you through these words of Matthew's gospel. Then Peter came to Jesus and said, Lord, if another member of the church sins against me, how often should I forgive? As many as seven times? Jesus said to him, not seven times, but I tell you, 77 times. For this reason, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his slaves. When he began the reckoning, one who owed him 10,000 talents was brought to him. 10,000 talents would be probably about 100,000 years wages. Owed him 10,000 talents was brought to him, and as he could not pay, his Lord ordered him to be sold, together with his wife and children and all his possessions, and payment to be made. So the slave fell on his knees before him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay you everything. And out of pity for him, the Lord of that slave released him and forgave him the debt. But that same slave, as he went out, came upon one of his fellow slaves who owed him a hundred denarii. And seizing him by the throat, he said, pay what you owe. Then his fellow slave fell down and pleaded with him, have patience with me and I will pay you. Excuse me. But he refused. Then he went and threw him into prison until he would pay the debt. When his fellow slaves saw what had happened, they were greatly distressed, and they went and reported to their Lord all that had taken place. Then his Lord summoned him and said to him, You wicked slave, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. Should you not have had mercy on your fellow slave as I had mercy on you? And in anger, his Lord handed him over to be tortured until he would pay his entire debt. And so my heavenly Father will also do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother or sister from your heart. There ends the reading. Thanks be to God. It's been cold, but the allergies are still still alive. I, well, after reading this scripture lesson that is certainly about forgiveness, I don't want to go off in the direction of just saying that this is all about uh, that you have to offer forgiveness for everything. Uh, although I do think forgiveness is a very good thing and a very important thing and part of our Uh, vocation as followers of Jesus, we are uh, to forgive. It's one of the more important things that we do, and I challenge you to be more forgiving, because it is important. Uh, And often, forgiving has more to do uh, not so much with releasing the burden from, say, someone who's hurt you, 
But often, you know, the forgiveness also is just good for us to let go of it, to take the anger or the pain, whatever, out of our hearts and say, I'm not going to live with that anymore. I'm going to let that go and move on. Uh, but if there can be forgiveness with reconciliation in a relationship, a spouse, a child, a coworker, fellow church member, whoever it might be, if there can be reconciliation after that, then that's even better. Come back into relationship. It's a wonderful and a good thing, but sometimes that can't always happen. Someone uh, has abused you, hurt you in awful awful ways and ways that you don't want to be in relationship with that person anymore. Or if the person who hurt you is dead and there can't be reconciliation, forgiveness is just a way of saying, I'm not going to live in the past anymore. I'm not going to carry that baggage with me and let it rule or control my life anymore. And especially, especially so if the person that you need to forgive is yourself. To not live in the past. To let it go. God forgives you. Let it go. There is that lesson in, in the scripture lesson that I, that I read, but what I'm really thinking of today is not so much our uh, own responsibility or our own call to be forgiving people. Because sometimes to tell people they ought to be more forgiving is a way of piling on guilt as well. It can be an unforgiving attitude sometimes. But what, it, what has hit me and, and what I've been thinking of reading the scripture this week is, is this kind of way of living that Jesus sets up here. Not just saying, you have to forgive uh, he's really saying this is a, a, a way of life. He's offering this, sets up this incredibly radical rubric of forgiveness. Even just to say you should forgive once is a pretty radical kind of statement. We don't like to talk about forgiveness in the greater society a whole lot. We like to talk about retribution, punishment, holding on to anger, being self-righteously right, whatever. And so even if Jesus had just said forgive once, that would have been pretty radical. But he doesn't say that. He doesn't say just forgive once. He doesn't say forgive twice or forgive seven times. He says forgive 77 times. Or we could also translate it here seven times, 70 times. Jesus says to forgive seven, 70, seven times or seven times, 70 times. And, and when Jesus is talking here about forgiveness or when he talks other times about feeding the hungry or showing mercy or serving the poor or healing people, he's also, he's not just saying what we have to do. He's not just saying you have to do this. But he's setting up a vision. He's setting up an example. He's showing us, talking about the, the realm of God, the commonwealth of God. He's saying this is what God is like. Not just something we have to do, but to say this is what God is like. This is what God does. And now that you have seen and heard what God is like, now the decision is up to you how you're going to live. 
but I'll set up this vision. I'll let you know what God looks like. And so it isn't just Jesus saying to us to get into heaven or to be right with God, you have to forgive X amount of times. I mean, the number that Jesus is using here is, uh, you know, he's exaggerating. It's to say a lot. And he's saying this is what God's world or God's realm looks like. This is what God is like. God is going to forgive 77 times or 7 times 70 times or more. You know, it's a hyperbolic number, not an absolute number. It's just, it's a lot. 7 is a holy number. 77, holy number. 7 times 70, holy number. This is just a big number. Unlimited. Unlimited. What is God like? Unlimited forgiveness. A lot of forgiveness. More forgiveness than you think is reasonable. Way more than whatever you think might be reasonable. Way, 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 way more than any of us might ever think is reasonable or sensible to forgive. That's how God forgives. That's how loving God is. To go way, way beyond. Whatever amount we might think in our human thinking is sufficient and a good ending point. Whatever point we might think that we can go, well, you know, I gave it a shot. I did it this many times. Nothing's happened. Nothing's changed. Jesus is saying that's not even a good beginning yet. God hasn't even begun with that few times. God's desire to forgive and to love is so beyond our imaginations. And whatever God looks like, whatever God's commonwealth, God's realm looks like, then that is to be also a model for the church, of what the church should look like. Whether it's Plymouth or just the church worldwide. That's what we should be about as well, to love and to forgive as much as what Jesus sets up here is this model of God's vision. Our vocation as followers of Jesus is to create community that looks like God, to be godly. And part of that community, we can see from these words of Jesus, is to be a community of unlimited and relentless and radical forgiveness. To be forgiving of one another. To invite people in. To invite people into this community. To say to people who are beaten down by the world around them, to invite them in and to let them experience, know a forgiving God. And to let them know that however imperfect we are, at forgiving. However imperfect we are at loving, God is not imperfect. Come into our circle and know that you are forgiven, which means that you are loved and you are beloved. Come and know that with God you are worthy, you're okay, you measure up. Our our message to the world of love and mercy is born out partly through forgiveness, through being forgiving. Our message that's entrusted to us to speak and to live is that forgiveness is better than retribution. 
Forgiveness is better than violence. Forgiveness is better than hate. Forgiveness is better than just holding on to your anger or your hurt as though that somehow makes you more righteous by not forgiving, by not letting that other person win. But as long as you hold on to that, they're, they're winning. Your life is not as good. Forgiveness is better than hurtful comments or dehumanizing speech. Whether it's in real life or on Facebook or in the comment section on an article uh, on the web. There's so much non-forgiveness in the world and it's hurting people. It's hurting us as a species. It's hurting us as a world community. So important. And so maybe we can't fix the world's problems, we can't make God's realm appear at the end of the week or even maybe by the end of the millennium. But we can live into the vision that Jesus showed us, this vision of God's realm showering love and mercy and being a community. Being a community, being this church, this Plymouth church that we are all part of. Being a community here in which people find forgiveness, forgiveness of one another's mistakes, and especially forgiveness for ourselves. I think it can sometimes be almost more difficult to forgive ourselves than it is to forgive someone else. To forgive our own mistakes, our own errors, than it is to forgive what someone else has done to us. But you are forgiven. You can let it go. And we can be a respite from a world that says that we don't measure up. That's the message we hear from advertising all the time and and hear from other places. We don't measure up because we're too fat or we're too thin or we don't, uh, uh, we're the wrong body shape or we're too obsessed with our body shape or our homes aren't clean enough or big enough, or they're not in the right neighborhood, we don't live in the right area, we don't send our kids to the right schools, we, we don't dress in the right clothes or drive the right car. All these messages about how we don't measure up. So much telling us that we're not worthy. All those messages that we hear And in this frenzy of harsh messages that beat us down and that hammer our souls, we who are followers of Jesus, we have this message, this message from Jesus, the antidote to all this harshness, this message of what God is like. To say, don't judge by these human measures. But look at the world through God's eyes, this message to share with our neighbors, and a message that we invite others to come here, to hear, and to experience this message through Jesus that says, you do measure up. You are worthy. Whatever you've done, whatever you failed to do, whoever you are, you are worthy. God loves you just as you are. 
In God's realm, you are loved and you are worthy and you matter. You are made in God's image and are holy and right and good and worthy of love. And even if you think that you've done something that's unforgivable, it is forgiven. And you are forgiven. Seven times, 77 times, seven times, 70 times, and beyond. Because that's who God is. And that's how God acts toward us. And thanks be to God. Amen. And that is the good news for this day and for all days. Thank you again for listening to the Sermons and Sounds of Plymouth podcast. If you are in the Eau Claire area, we especially invite you to join us for worship on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. And I invite you also to check out our website at pcucc.com for upcoming events and special worship services. From Plymouth United Church of Christ, Eau Claire, Wisconsin, this is Pastor David. Thank you for spending this time with us. May God bless you.